One of the toughest things that you as a Christian mom or dad ever will deal with is um, having to look at your child and think, they are far from God. I wonder if. I wonder how. I wonder what I can do. Uh, We receive calls about that situation, um, struggles with children who are wayward in their faith, all the time here at the ministry. So if you have a son or a daughter who isn't where you want them to be spiritually, you are not alone. I'm John Fuller, along with my friend and focus colleague, Dr. Danny Huerta, and we're going to hear now from Matt Jacobson. He's a pastor, and he has a really good perspective on uh, kind of raising your kids up in the Lord. And here he is now with his wife, Lisa, talking with Jim Daly. Let me ask you about identity and building a child's identity in Christ. Uh, I think, you know, we've touched on it, but you encourage parents to speak God's truth into uh, their children's minds and hearts. How have you done that with your own children? Well, we've started out just by uh, having a great marriage, okay? And concentrating on it. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of people can't do that because of life and where it, it has taken them. But it's super important for a husband and a wife to be to live in harmony with each other and to love each other and to respect each other. That's a great identity starting place for your kids, that they see this modeled and they, they have a sense of security uh, in the marriage and, and in the home. But uh, also you get to do it by example on other non-marriage related things. How am I interacting in challenges? How am I, how am I responding? Giving them an example to follow, and then just speaking very directly into their lives about what God's doing in the world. And you're part of that. You are what God's doing in the world. You've got this tremendous place, this tremendous gifting that's going to unfold over time. God has a great use of that yeah. for His kingdom, and so giving them a vision and a perspective uh, for uh, for who they are, and also teaching your kids not to evaluate their own personal worth based on the things that they're looking at in society. So much of it is is artificial. So much of it is uh, has nothing to do with reality. And yet those images, those messages from the advertising world, for instance, that, you know, you really don't measure up, teaching them to recognize that that's not the voice of truth speaking to them. God values them tremendously. And so giving them a biblical perspective on who they are and how God values them. That's the starting place. And then celebrating their gifts as they come along. We have one son. uh, His name is Dauntless, which means undauntable. And boy, does he embody that name. (laughs) He he signed up. He's 16, and he's ready to run a country, you know? Um, (laughs) Good for him. But but what, what I've told him and what we tell our other kids You've got this great gifting, and we love it, even though sometimes it kind of comes back our way. But, uh, but we love that gifting that God has given you. And just to help them see the awesome creation that they are and speaking that into their lives on a regular basis. Yeah, and I so appreciate that. Let, in the end here, if we can, let the nitty-gritty of where it's gone wrong. And I'm mindful of that. I feel like, you know, we have a really good relationship with our boys. It's it's almost sweeter by the day. Awesome. And I love that. that is awesome. You know, we've gone through our difficulties at junior high and high school that are so common. It's called independence, right? Sure. And uh, parents struggle with that yep. phase. Yep. Uh, kids struggle with that phase. And Jean, my wife, has done such a good job of kind of letting go. Yeah. And it's hard for a mom, and I observed it, and we would talk about it, and we'd have our pillow prayer time, and 
you know, how, how do we let them own their decision-making now? And, and she, she's just done a fantastic job. And it's been great to see our boys turn to us right. rather than away from us. Yep. But I'm mindful of the parents that are going, mm, my kid's now 22. We don't have that relationship. I didn't learn that lesson soon enough. There's angst. Mm-hmm. There's pain. There may not even be connection mm-hmm. because that child, um, you know, they just, they, were, they walked away. What do you do when that's happening? How do you, and I'm sure you've counseled people, how do you begin as the adult, as the older adult, to repair that damage? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, damage comes from a lot of different sources. And uh, sometimes it's parent-inflicted. Sometimes it's based on the decisions that a child made and the path that it set them on and the decisions that they keep making on that path. Sure. So uh, the only thing you can do is do what the prodigal son's father did. He stood, and he was ready with open arms. Ran to him. He, he was ready. And uh, just to have that open posture, even if your child has hurt you deeply, to have that posture of, you know what? I believe in what God wants to do in your life, and I love you. Communicate that you love them. Own the mistakes if you've made them. Mm. Own them. Um, Lisa and I have both had to ask forgiveness of our children uh, individually from one time or another for mistakes that we've made, for, for uh, responding in the flesh and whatever it is that, that, that was negative that you did, that you own. Own it. Speak that to your child. Tell them that you recognize that you've made a mistake. And, and then ask for forgiveness. And, yeah. and it's, it puts you in a humble position, but I think that's exactly where God would have us as parents is to have a humble heart in what we're doing. And the main thing is, uh, if, if you're in a circumstance like that, is to have this open heart policy, I'm so ready for you to come home. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful, beautiful thought. And I, I think the key there too, and I, you know, I see it, you've got to, you've got to garden the heart. Absolutely. And what I mean by that is you got to uproot bitterness. You got to mm-hmm. get that spade and dig around those those nasty roots yeah. to get those weeds out of the garden, right? Yeah. And we need to be proactive in that way. And so often that garden, that relationship between us as a mother or father with our sons or daughters, we, we just ignore it. And that garden gets overrun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then it's a big job yeah. to try to weed it all out. And yeah. that would be... One of the things you got to concentrate on, do the hard work, be engaged, love your children, let them know so that they can come away feeling like, if nobody else cares about me, I know mom and dad cares about me. Isn't that the truth? That's right. Danny, uh, you are a licensed counselor. You meet with a lot of families. Um, How often does this subject come up where uh, a parent has tried, they've done their best, but uh, that child is not, uh, let's call it, walking with the Lord? They don't have an interest in the things of God? It's come up quite frequently throughout the past couple decades, and more so uh, as of recent. And it's in the mix of other issues, mm. right? Whether it's drugs, alcohol, um, other behavioral issues. Behaviors are simply signals, again, to the deeper things, the deeper beliefs in a person. And beliefs take time to develop and to crumble. Hmm. And so we have to pay attention to that because then we have to be patients in the rebuilding process of beliefs. And some parents have come in and said, hey, Danny, I need, we need you to fix this. Uh, I wish we could just fix something like that. Yeah. But it really takes a lot of patience, conversation, uh, regrouping. What I tell parents is don't panic. 
God is pursuing your child mm-hmm. every single minute. And it's about you praying uh, steadfastly uh, for your child, but then also being patient with your child, engaging in conversation, being intentional. And with the children, that uh, maybe young children, being intentional in the building process mm-hmm. of a faith. Yeah. And uh, with the, the older child that is, is struggling and wrestling through those beliefs, engage in conversations, take the time needed to do so, research, make sure you're uh, thinking through your responses as you have ongoing conversations at holidays or um, in the car or wherever you're at in a way that's loving and not based off of fear and panic. Yeah. Uh, I met not too long ago with one of my uh, adult children, um, and near the end of our time at the coffee shop, she said, well, I've got one more thing I want to talk about. And it's like, okay. And she said, I, I know this is something that might hurt you, but I don't want it to. Uh, I know God is a big part of your life, but I'm just not sure I believe anymore. Mm-hmm. And inside Danny, I thought, first, react lovingly, kindly, calmly. And second, I just thought to myself, the very nature that you don't know what you believe yet is a healthy thing. There has to be some sort of a transition where the faith you grew up with is your own, and you hold it, and you own it, and you know it. And so I really believe God's sovereignty and that he is, as you said, pursuing her. I'm not going to worry about what it looks like at the moment. I'm not going to get freaked out because... I don't know what I believe anymore, because God can speak, and that's my prayer. That's your encouragement to every parent who's there, whether their child is an adult or maybe a teenager saying, I don't want to go to church anymore. Don't freak out. Ask questions and show up uh, in the best loving way you can. Yeah, I love that, John. A softened heart, when it intersects with God's love at the right time, is transformed. And so you want to help your child maintain that softened heart and that's in those conversations. I love uh, the story you just shared. Well, and it's not because I'm perfect, but I'm practiced. So experience does count mm. for something there. We want to come alongside you here at Focus on the Family. You might be in the trenches. It might feel like darkness is setting in. No matter what you're facing, please know that if you're struggling, we have caring Christian counselors here. Uh, Danny, you are part of that team. I mean, this is this is the heart of the ministry, if you will, the front line, talking to people who are dealing with very difficult things. And uh, we're able to offer a free consultation to you uh, because donors make it possible for us to have this counseling team here. Um, Call us if you have a need. The number is 800, the letter A in the word family, 800-232-6459. And maybe you're just in a good spot but need some encouragement day-to-day to to love your kids uh, better. We have the bundle of books, um, the two titles that Matt and Lisa Jacobson have written, 100 Ways to Love Your Son, and then the accompanying volume, 100 Ways to Love Your Daughter. These are very easy-to-read books, practical. They're the kind of resource you can pull out and just skim through, grab an idea, and go. Uh, We're going to put those two together as a a thank-you gift for a donation of any amount to the ministry today. Uh, Make a monthly pledge of any amount or a one-time gift of any amount, either way. Uh, donate today. We'll send those two books out to you. Uh, the link is in the show notes for ways to donate and to get those books. And then finally, if you'd leave a rating for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, spread the word about these uh, very practical podcasts that we're producing. And thanks in advance for doing that. 
Well, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.